Do you ever wonder how a variable annuity works? Do you even have a, an understanding of how it earns interest or how it makes money? Um, they are very complex vehicles. We've done a whole segment on the fixed index annuity arena. Today, we decided to give you a little bit of insight into a variable annuity, how it works, some of the some of the caveats with it, and you know whether or not it may make sense for you. I uh, hope you enjoy. Yeah, the the like Mer said, I tell you, I've been doing this for 20 years, and annuities are a complicated topic. Uh, they don't have to be, but they can be. And then when you talk about something like a variable annuity, sometimes one person will tell you it's really good. One person's going to tell you don't ever do it. We're not going to do that today. What we are going to do, though, is just simply educate you on how it works. That's the whole purpose of the show. By the way, if you've not had a chance, we would love for you to be able to come visit our website, which is pomwealth.net. And if you go to the blog page, you'll find there's a ton of articles there that can help you with some of these topics that we talk about on the show. Um, and there's also a place there that you can uh, click on and, and have a 15 minute complimentary conversation with either Merce or myself. And we'd love to be able to have that conversation with you. But before we get into the show, we have to do a quick disclosure and we'll get started. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general, general information only. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your specific situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome to our Retirement in Action. The focus of this podcast today is around a question that comes our way quite a bit, and that is, how does a variable annuity work? And uh, we're going to really kind of help you get a nice picture of what a variable annuity is, how we view them, uh, where we would use one if we were going to ever use it. But I think in order to give you the best understanding of a variable annuity, and how it works, we need to take just a minute and kind of give you the whole world of annuities. And we're going to do this in a very high level. And then we'll break down the variable. So if you were to just imagine for a second, you've got annuities. And imagine that there's really three main categories of an annuity. One, which is the oldest version of an annuity, is what is called an immediate annuity. What that means is, is that you give an insurance company a lump sum value, a lump sum amount of money, and then they are in exchange for that money going to give you an income stream immediately every month or year, however you want to take it. And they're going to guarantee that that income comes to you for the rest of your life, but you give up your balance. You no longer have a lump sum amount. So I'll give you an example, and this is very hypothetical because I'm just going to make the numbers easy and round. Let's say that you gave $100,000 to an insurance company and you used what is called an immediate annuity. 
then they will give you back an income. So let's just say that that income was $500 a month. Then you're going to receive that $500 a month for the rest of your life, no matter how long you live. But you do not have an account that you can go and say, hey, I need to put a new roof on the house or I need a new car. And so therefore, you're going to go get some money out of an account. There's no longer an account. What you have is an income that you cannot outlive. So that's an important thing. But I will tell you that because it's irrevocable, a lot of times people are very like, I don't know if I want to put my money in that type of an environment. And that's okay. We're just we're, right now, we're not trying to tell you what's good or bad. We're just trying to tell you how it works. Okay. Now, the second category are called fixed annuities. So when you hear that term fixed, just realize that that means that it's, it's a fixed interest rate. And there's no volatility based on that annuity based on anything going on in the stock market. Your principal is guaranteed by the insurance company. So again, I put $100,000 into it. I could have my money guaranteed by the by the insurance company that says my my principal's never going to go below 100,000 except for withdrawals. There are two major types of fixed annuities. One is called a declared rate. A declared rate simply means I'm going to get a fixed interest rate for a fixed amount of years. So I might get 2% or 3% for five or six or seven or eight years. And then at the end of that I can renew, I can walk away, I can do whatever I want. There's also what are called fixed indexed annuities, which simply means that the interest rate that you receive is based on an index, kind of like the S&P 500, NASDAQ, or Dow. But I can never lose if that index is negative. I can make a zero, but I can't lose. Now, any one of those annuities, I can turn on income streams, and I can get an income off of those annuities. And then there's a third major category, which is called variable annuities. And when you hear that word variable, it means that what I earn varies and it varies based on the investment that I'm in. So if I have a variable annuity, I'm going to invest in different types of instruments. We're going to talk about that in a, in a little bit, but I can lose. My, my value can go down if those investments are down. And then there's things that I can add to that annuity to help protect my income. And we're going to talk about what those are as well. So that's just kind of giving you the other world. So again, the three are this, an immediate, think about what that means. Immediate means immediate income. Fixed, fixed means I have a fixed interest rate or a fixed principal. I cannot lose my principal. And then variable, Variable means that my return varies based on the investment structure. So if you just think about those numbers, or the, I'm sorry, those words, it kind of starts to make sense. So now what I want to do is transition and have Merce tell you a little bit about this because we're going to, the rest of our conversation for the most part is on this variable topic. How does the investments work? Yeah. So, you know, we've done a whole segment on, uh, well, several segments on the fixed index annuity arena. And we've talked about the variable in the sense that we're not the biggest fan of the variable annuity. It, it applies in certain situations, but those situations are pretty seldom. And we'll talk about that as well. But as far as how, how you make money or potentially lose money in a variable annuity, it comes down to the investment. So basically, you, you purchase an annuity from an insurance company, whatever that insurance company is, you purchase a variable annuity and you put in a lump sum of money into it. And then what you have to do is select your investments within 
the makeup of the annuity. And so these are called subaccounts. essentially. You can invest in mutual funds. Sometimes you can invest in ETFs within the variable annuity, but those are what they call subaccounts. So your account is the variable annuity, and then your subaccounts are the investments within the variable annuity. So whether it's investing in the S&P 500 or a mutual fund, uh, uh, one thing that I think is very important about the variable annuities is your investments are kind of limited. So think about your 401k. When you have a 401k plan, the company creates the plan and they, and they also choose how many investments you have, how many investment options that you have. Well, the insurance company is doing the same thing. They create the annuity and then they also create all the different choices that you have within the sub-account world. And so you're sometimes a little limited. Uh, you definitely can't go buy well, in one instance, you probably you can, but for the majority, you can't just go buy, let's say you wanted to buy Apple stock. You can't really do that in a variable annuity. The insurance company is going to structure sub-accounts typically around their own company. So let's say it's John Hancock or Lincoln Financial, the insurance company that is providing the annuity. They're going to be providing as well, very likely, mutual funds that they have created or they have managers for. And then there'll be some other ones out there as well, but you don't have the whole world that you have access to like you do if you just had an IRA at TD Ameritrade or Charles Schwab or Fidelity, where you can pretty much pick anything that you want to invest in. You're limited once again to what the insurance company has created in those different sub accounts. So you may only have 10, 15, 20, 30 options. Uh, whereas in the other situation, you have the whole world of options so that there's a investment limitation there. Um, but once you decide what you're investing in, you invest in it. So you buy, you choose a few different sub-accounts, a few different mutual funds, and then you're you're riding what those uh, investments do, whether they go up in a given year, whether they go down in a given year, you're completely subject to that market risk, just like you would be in the stock market. So um, unlike in the fixed annuity world, just to make the comparison, uh, in the fixed annuity world, you can't lose due to a down market. You can't lose due to an index falling. The worst you can ever do is earn a 0% rate of return for a given period of time. Whereas in the variable, if the S&P falls by 32% in a given year and you're invested in the S&P, well, you're going to fall that 32% as well. And then on top of that, there are other things going on internally within the variable annuity, which is if you ever Google... Um, should I buy a variable annuity or anything like that? You'll, you'll see a lot of articles that come up and they're talking about fees and the hidden nature of some of the fees uh, within the product. So I think, you know, you can, you can buy a variable annuity, you can invest, you can make a good rate of return, but you can also lose value. You can lose your principal. Um, and so that's where we have just some issues with it because why not just go and do that into, in, 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 into a brokerage account or into an IRA that you control yourself and you have ultimate flexibility. And the big difference here is a variable annuity introduces fees. So I think that's the next thing that we talk about. Um, there's a whole slew of fees, uh, mortality expense, admin fees. And then also if you're investing in the stock market, there's investment expenses as well. And then there's rider charges. So Raiden, you wanna take a couple of those and break them down for us? I hope that you are enjoying the show. 
By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah, so pretty much what I want to do on this just is, is to make sure that you're aware of the fees so that if you ever were looking at a variable annuity, you had somebody talking to you about it, you want to ask them about these fees. One is called a mortality expense. So in all essence, it's kind of like a death benefit, but it's really not going to ultimately give you a death benefit, but it's a little bit of what they have built into it as a fee called mortality expense. You then have an admin fee. The admin fee is really for the insurance company to say, hey, this is what it's going to cost you for us to administer or uh, do the administration part of the annuity. You have investment expense. That means when you invest into the mutual funds that Merce was talking about, they have cost to them. We find those costs to be somewhere in the area of about 1% a year. And then you have writer charges. So remember I told you that sometimes within the variable world and variable annuity world, that they that because the annuity can lose value, riders were built that says, hey, if you buy this rider, you can have income protection or I can have principal protection for death benefit purposes. And so you can add that on to the variable annuity and that, and that, and that will help protect that. Those fees, again, can be anywhere from one to two percent a year. And if you add all of those things up, just those fees to park your money into in a variable annuity, if it's if it's a commission-based annuity, it, it can be three to five percent a year, whether you make money or not. And think about that. If you had a year where you were down, say the let's say the stock market was down five percent that year and you lost five, well, now you got to add three to five percent of fees on top of that. And so uh, to us, it just is, it's very difficult if we go into a traditional variable annuity and it makes sense. Now, all of, of the, uh, a lot of the annuities, I shouldn't say all, scratch what I said there, a lot of the annuities have surrender charges in addition to that, which means you're going to be limited to access in the, in the variable annuity. And those usually can graduate out anywhere from three to seven years on a variable annuity. So when you look at all that, you kind of start to say, well, then why would I ever do a variable annuity? And I will tell you that from our perspective, we really can only think of one good reason to use a variable annuity, and that is for tax deferral purposes. And now all annuities are tax deferred. But I personally believe that if you're going to use a variable annuity, you would not put IRA money in a variable annuity. And the reason why is because my IRA is already tax deferred. And if I'm going to try to get either safety on my money, I wouldn't put it in a variable. I'd put it in a fixed if I were going to pick that. Or if I wanted to invest my money and get a good rate of return, I would just invest my money where my fees are much lower. So why would I go into a variable annuity? So if I have somebody who has a sizable amount of money that's not in an IRA and they do not want to pay the taxes each year on their earnings, they could use a variable annuity and have all of those 
the growth on that money and as well as the taxes on it deferred to some point in the future where they can control that a little bit. And so because of the fact that, that this is an important issue, there are variable annuities that have been stripped down for that purpose. So the idea of a surrender charge is gone. We have no, it's a hundred percent liquid. I can put my money in and take it back out a hundred percent liquid with no money out of the caveat, by the way, in an annuity, a variable annuity, you have to be 59 and a half, not to have a tax penalty on your growth. So when I say immediately liquid, I'm not talking about taxes. I'm talking about liquidity out of the annuity, but Merce, could you just kind of like talk a little bit about how, you know, how that would look and what that would look like? I mean, again, there are variable, uh, there are many of these out there. We're going to just talk about what it could look like. We're not trying to quote you a specific product. We're just trying to tell you about how it could look. Yeah. So the idea here, which we like for a variable annuity is once again, it's, it's a non IRA essentially it's a brokerage account. So let's make a comparison of, let's just say you have a brokerage account at Fidelity or Charles Schwab, and it's got, um, let's say, I don't know, let's just say $100,000 in it. And then you've got a variable annuity that is a non-IRA variable annuity that's got $100,000 in it. Now, the brokerage account at Charles Schwab or Fidelity is going to do what it's going to do. It's going to make some money it's going to probably receive some dividends, some capital gains, whatever it is happens in the year, you're subject to taxation in that, in that, in that year. So you may say, well, I don't know if I like that. I, I, I just don't like dealing with not knowing what my taxes are going to be every single year because of this brokerage account. Well, you could go over into the variable annuity world. Now you can't make everything perfect. There's still, in my opinion, there's still some issues. You're just kind of kicking it, kicking it down the curb in the sense of taxes. So let's say that $100,000 in the variable annuity grows very well and it grows to 200,000. Well, you've paid nothing on the $100,000 of gains there. It's all still sitting in the annuity uh, tax deferred. So that is a nice advantage. You haven't had to deal with it, but now you get down the road and you're starting to withdraw on these accounts in the brokerage account and you've paid a lot of the taxes on it uh, potentially already. And so your withdrawals are not going to be too heavily taxed. Um, in the variable annuity, it's going to be fully taxable until you reach into your premium. So what that that the technical term there is uh, LIFO. The last thing that goes in is the first thing that comes out, which means the last thing that went in is your gains. So your gains are going to be fully taxable. So let's say you pull out $100,000 out of that $200,000 variable annuity, that $100,000 is fully taxable as ordinary income, not as long-term capital gains. Whereas sometimes you can have long-term capital gains in that brokerage account. So you kind of have to ask yourself, you know, which situation do you want to deal with? And in neither situation, are you getting rid of the taxable issue that comes with uh, these types of accounts? But in one, you're dealing with it year by year and the other in the variable annuity, you're kicking it down the curb until you actually start taking withdrawals, which can be very advantageous. Um, and, and so it's kind of one of those things you just have to weigh. Uh, but yeah, the, the variable annuity specifically the one that has 
no surrender charges, has a tiny annual fee to it, can be very attractive uh, to to some people. You know, the, the, the sometimes the the sales pitch for variable annuities is, well, you'll get tax deferral in here, and you can you can add in these riders and these income riders and these death benefits, and you're just all in our opinion, all you're really doing is adding in some things that you shouldn't be doing to this product anyway. So if you break it down to the very simple simplistic way of looking at the variable annuity of just saying, Hey, I, all I want is to be able to invest and I want to, I want tax deferral on this money. Well, then it can make some good sense. All right. Well, I hope that gave you a nice overview of uh, variable annuity. We sure that it does not answer every question you would have. So if you have further questions, feel free to visit our website, pomwealth.net forward slash blog. There's tons of articles there that you can check out, but up there on that page is a place that you can click on a button, say, that says 15 minute introduction call. It is at no obligation, no cost to you, but you'll talk to Merce or I, uh, either one, and we will uh, be able to just answer some basic questions. Um, and a lot of folks take us up on that and we enjoy having those conversations. So check out our website and if we can help you, we'd be glad to. But until next time, we hope you have a great week. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.